Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, every single week except holiday weekends, we like to take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to try to make sense of change. We love change. We're obsessed with it. We talk about it all the time, personally, professionally, everywhere. And this week, we wanted to talk about the campsite rule and what it means and what it is and how it applies in life and how it can make things better and different and easier, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Rod, what do you want to add into the mix about the campsite rule? I'm... I'm really excited to be talking about this. There's actually a lot of fun stuff that I think we're going to get into. But I, I think if in the context of change, it's, is it, it's the campsite rule essentially says don't leave other people with baggage that they're going to have to deal with, which is going to get in the way of them changing and evolving right. to be their best selves. It's like Ooh, giving baggage yes. over to somebody else that's going to hold them back. That then for so but let's let's get into it so the campsite rule so leslie are you big camper are you do you have an rv <laughs> I, I think i think we all know the answer to that is a big old resounding no so my yeah as a as you don't a have total, one of those pop-up you like wind up with your hand like a trailer at the back you know Okay. I don't even know no. what you're talking about right now. Okay. I think you're just making things up to <laughs> throw me off my game. I don't know what that is. But no, I know that people camp and enjoy it. But my exposure to the campsite rule actually comes from the illustrious and beloved Dan Savage. So I used to I used to read his column and then listen to his podcast all the time. And one of his principles in life was the campsite rule or yeah. is the campsite rule. And it's this whole notion that now the way he describes it is if you are an older person dating a younger person, then you have to make sure that that younger person leaves in a better state of being than when you found them. So like you said, you're not leaving them with any emotional baggage. You're not leaving them with any sort of other icky things that one might pick up in a romantic or sexual relationship. <laughs> but I actually think that I'm just using broad brushstrokes with that one, kids, if if anyone wants to use the Googles and find it, you can. But the essence of it is that, you know, when there's an age disparity, but I, I the, the notion of this really hit me when I first heard about it. And I actually think it applies to all relationships, mm-hmm. uh, committed romantic relationships, friendships, like all, all the time. If we think campsite rule, I think there's something magic in it. Yeah, I think there is. I, I think this is one of these, the, I, this Dan Savage person wrote this idea, like whatever article about it or podcast or whatever, however you communicate. It was on across. his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, it resonated from what I've seen because I wasn't familiar with it until you told me about it and I was looking it up. It, I think it resonated in such a more profound way than uh, even he probably thought as it was coming out. But oh, hold on. So you're not a camper. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a camper either. I'm like, <laughs> I remember I tried one time in university. I went with a couple of friends and we went to a campsite and we tried the tent and then started raining and we all we ended up sleeping in the car. That see no, <laughs> that was. And then some other later time, uh, I went camping or so uncomfortable. So I'm really not a camper. But there may be some other people out there who aren't campers either. What would you say? Like let's. Uh, so we 
you defined it from a relationship perspective, but why is it just assumed? Like, what is the campsite rule for those who are camping? Oh, it's yeah. it's literally, and I think you know, I think if you Google the campsite rule, it comes out. It's not as much about uh, not leaving any trace behind, but it's you know when to set a fire and what to pack and how to be prepared and you know how to get ready for camping and and all of those things. And there yeah. is an element of it that is a leave no trace element or a you know leave things in a better condition than you found them. Um, but it's that's not the that's not the primary game of it i understand yes. now that i've used the googles and and looked it up i assumed being like a non-camper i just always assumed how dan savage defined it was the definition right like the, so the... i've been going with that for years because it just resonated so much with me but you know what i think is cool about this fraud is i think there are even bigger implications if you even look at the big list yes. of what a campsite rule is all about of like only lighting a fire when it's appropriate. It does that relate to only having a conversation with someone when you know they're ready or only, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's so many, I think there are so many, I feel like we could go through the list. I think there's seven things of the real campsite rule. Yeah. I feel like we could go through that as a real, here's what it means to friendship or here's yeah. our understanding to romantic relationships and stuff. Like yeah. I, I think it's, I think there's some magic in it. I really I do. Agree. Go campers. I know. Who to funk it? I, I agree. It's like, um, it's it's the the the. If there's a theme behind it all. It's it's really it's the consideration of those around you, and yes, we're in the, and it's also the so the impact that you have on 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 those around you, and then also the place, the environment of the campsite. Yeah, and I and then as that connects to relationships, as it. Dan Savage wrote about it but then I think what you're saying too is it's not just about like if you're in a sexual relationship with somebody you should have this campsite role it's no. actually in any kind of contact that you have relationship with friendship work relationship whatever it may be I that's exactly how I feel about it again and I think that's why it resonated so much with me because I do just think there are I just I, I think it's such a good it to me it's better you know the golden rule do unto others da 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 I think this is better than that because it's I think it it speaks to how your actions have implications and impacts on others and the importance of being conscious of those implications and impacts yeah and I think the golden rule sort of assumes that. Everybody wants the same thing. Like, do unto others as you would have done unto you. That means that that assumes that Rod wants the same things as Leslie. But right. I think the campsite rule is so universal that it, it, it allows Rod to be Rod and Leslie to be Leslie. Yeah. And it asks us each to be aware of what does the environment around us need, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I, I, and as someone, you know, I, I'm not a camper, but I do love hiking. And I was up in the Muskokas last week doing some hiking. And it was beautiful, like all the fall colors. Da, 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 da. And we did this one hike and it was like a bit of a climb. It was lovely. You get this promise of this beautiful view at the top. And it was true. And someone had taken some takeout food and just left their garbage. Oh, really? At the top of this climb. Yeah. And that to me is an example of like one person's selfishness 
Because then, you know, you're in this beautiful natural state. There's this big giant rock you can climb on at the top yeah. and you're like all feeling exhilarated. And then all of a sudden you see someone's garbage. Oh. That to me, like it really hit me as a, this is the opposite of that. Yeah. This is that, that one person making a choice and negatively impacting, you know, there were probably about by the time we left, there had been about 20 people up at the top of this climb with us. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that that visual impact of garbage at the top of this climb, it, it impacts people. Yeah. It takes away from the pleasure of others and from the experience of others, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's the... I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to try to tie in some <coughs> deep science here. It, there is one of these... Uh, behavioral science bias things that they talk about and which which essentially is like what you see is what you get it, it's the power that if we, if we've seen something or if we're seeing something we're experiencing it it it's the truth and but if we're not the universe yeah. of that is if if we're not it's not there so it's like it's like we're the <laughs> i was saying this to you before we're like goldfish so it's like you're at the top of the climb and then you've left your garbage and you walk away and you don't see it anymore and it's disappeared to the world. Right. But the tr- right. reality is, of course, it hasn't disappeared. It's still there for st- other people to come across. And But but I think that's what it it must be in my in my way, like in my rationalization of like that is that people do whatever they do. But then it's just out of their mind as soon as it's gone and they, and they don't realize the impact. And I guess perhaps right. this is just a reminder that, well, hold on a second. These are common sense things, but we need to remind. It, it's it's good to have that rule of thumb to remind us on on what's the right thing to do. Totally. And, and I think especially as we're coming out of, you know, any of us, certainly in Ontario and any of the folks who listen, no matter where you are, we're all coming out of various sorts of lockdown due to COVID. And we might forget what it is to be around human beings again and how, you know, like I'm a fairly intense hugger that, (laughs) that everyone might not be ready for that rod. Just saying, not naming any names, but not everybody might be ready for that. You're going to need to walk around with some kind of sign or like, notice to people <laughs> watch out something. extreme hugger alert not not only have you no you have no what you haven't had a hug in 18 months i'm about to give you right what do you say like a 10 mississippi Correct. hug you're about to 10 get mississippis. 10 mississippis so watch out that's what i'm talking about that's the sugar right there but that's you know i do have to be a little bit careful I do have to be a little bit careful because I know not everybody's into it, but that's the whole thing. I've been I've been going swimming at the at the JCC, uh, and they sent out this note. Um, I don't know. Let's say last week, just for ease of storytelling, and it said, "Please remember, as we start to open our doors again, that the people who are operating the doors are essentially our human beings, and please treat them like that." And I thought, what has been happening? Like, what oh have gosh. people been doing or saying? Or, like, what, what, how possibly can anyone be? But I, I think people have forgotten yeah. the campsite rule or, you know, however someone frames it for themselves. I think our lockdown has, has made us 
forget a little bit yeah. of what it is to be kind and compassionate. And we've been reading about it and we've, you know, yeah. um, and the importance of looking after ourselves and our emotional well-being and all of that. But the application to others, we might need a, every, all of us might need a little refresher. When I read that note yeah. last week, I just thought, holy moly, yeah. what must these folks, these Poor folks that just operating the doors and asking for vaccine passports for goodness sake. Oh, yeah. um, what what are they, what are they going through that they had to publish a note to all their members saying that? Yeah. Wow. I, That's, I didn't think it makes me you know, it, th- such a good topic. I, I hadn't connected that to this when we were talking about talking about this. But you're, it's so right. We have we're out of practice of this. Um, I know, and I've, I never used the word campsite rule before, but it's like this, this, how do we interact with the world when there's other people around us, people and yeah. the environment and the spaces when we've, we spent 18 months, just many of us just like focused on ourselves and our immediate family. Right. Right. And we've out of, yeah, forgotten. And we're, t- we're just out of practice. And so how do we, you know, this is maybe a rule to help us get <laughs> into practice again, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. I do like it better than the than the golden rule. Something about that golden rule always, I don't know, it, it always kind of stuck with me as a bit of like a, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, and maybe true. that's why. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it fundamentally is uh, self-centered, I suppose, because it's like... Do right, we- like everyone wants to be treated the way I, I want to be treated. Right. Not true. Right. You don't want to be hugged as much as I want to be hugged, Rod. Yeah. It turns totally. out. It's, so, or it's like, right? And, but I mean, so you're, uh, I'm an introvert. I don't really want to talk to a lot of people. So I assume nobody right. else wants to. <laughs> I don't want you to talk to right. me. So I won't talk to you either. Like, because I assume right. you're like me. My God. Right. I, I genuinely am saying this. Like, I, I hadn't made that connection either about the selfishness i shouldn't say the golden rule is still pretty good like let's not dis it but it's still yeah like it's it not, is based it's on selfish. your assumption it's that not but it's uh, right everyone everybody like wants you. what i want yeah right right and i think it was always written with good intentions like it is In a Bible, so it does like speak not, to kindness yeah. right like it does speak to the essence of kindness but it speaks to the essence of kindness from the standpoint of everybody wants what you want yeah. which is just not yeah, yeah, you yeah. know we know is not true. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So the, uh, there was something. I so this. I was reading about the campsite rules. Uh, you were, t- I think, looking at the same stuff. There's, there's some of them that just seem like so obvious. Like, okay. And then also people listening to this should Google Dan Savage. Because the, the first rules of his relationship, if you're in a you know, right. sexual relationship, you should not leave the partner with an unwanted pregnancy and i'm like i think i knew that before if i (laughs) do you think yeah i i think that philosophically i think everybody knows that rod but practically speaking that happens all the time and so this is the thing where you know people's philosophy and what they like of course that's true of course but then the lived experience of so many women is is the opposite of that, yeah. right? 
Like it's, it's so the opposite of that. So it's, it, it may seem horrible that we have to call it out directly, but I, I, yeah, I, I think it's I important that like, we talk about it. Right. It's <laughs> in the campsite rule list. It's like, don't, you know, don't wash your dishes in the bathroom sink. That was one of them. I remember it's like, yeah, I, yes, I would have thought that too, but. Yeah, but this is again. I think it's 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 the difference between um, what we all philosophically would say, of course, to or that's common sense or whatever, however we would say it, but then the lived experience of so many human beings uh, denies that <laughs> that philosophy. Yeah. You know, like would say that not many of us are living by that philosophy. I guess is the way to say it. Yeah. Um, and that's the, like, that's the, that's the tough part, I think, is, is, is translating it to a lived experience. And what does it mean every day to yeah. live by the campsite rule? Like, I try and live it that I'm not always successful. So let me just be 100% clear. Like, I am, I am by no means always successful. But I try to le- live in the way that whatever interaction I have with someone, it's gonna, it, it's, it's, it's going to lift things up. It's going to have a, um, a positive impact or whatever. Like I, I, maybe that's too hopeful or too like, I don't know, megalomaniacal to think I can do that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm conscious of the fact of how I emotionally leave people at the end of the day, if I've had conversations with them or whatever, and I don't want anybody I have a conversation with yeah. to be left with. Cause I think another part of it is like left with your emotional baggage. I don't want anybody else to yeah. be left with my emotional baggage. Yeah. I know how, you know, how crappy my emotional baggage is. I don't want to get anybody else up in that mess. Oh, so that's, I think, I think there's a consciousness to it of our day-to-day interactions that really appeals to me as well again whether that's romantic friendship work whatever um that i just think there's a there's 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 is something nice to the philosophy of it i guess yeah yeah Yeah, it's true you know that i um we talked when we started our podcast last year one of the the first things was talking about the lizard brain the fight or flight response how we are when we're right. stressed out and i gotta say i have a slow process but i have learned to observe myself not only once i'm in this like stressed out mode and it's it's a yeah. and in a way it's hard it's a burden it's like hold on a second i spent my you know when i'm totally stressed out and i get irritable i'm like barking at my family members around me and i'm like totally not the nice person and i never had to worry about this before because i didn't really realize but now i'm like whoa wait, hold on a second and i think this applies because wait a second it's yeah. like i'm in this mode of being completely in that stress zone and i'm just giving it to the people around around me and that's like that's part of it i'm just giving them my baggage and 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 in yeah. the moment i'm like well it's because they need to think about me and it's all about me and rah, 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 rah. it's very selfish <laughs> which is normal when we're stressed but yeah. that's normal when we're stressed yeah yeah but it's hard and then and and, and I've, <laughs> the other day I was doing some project like you know home project and it's you know i get all grumpy and i'm thinking oh wait a second i'm being whatever and I, and it was like i remember feeling inconvenienced <laughs> that i had to that i recognized that i should tone it down adjust oh, yeah. not give them my baggage it's like ah, come on 
But I've had that feeling too of just like, well, yes, inconvenience is such a great word for it. That is how it feels when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the thick of the dark space and and that lizard brain is the one that's winning or the elephant or whatever, when that that part is winning. Uh, It does seem like, well, why should I have to? Why shouldn't I get to da-da-da-da-da-da? Yeah. It is a a little bit back into that me state, which all of us have, like all of us. So nobody take that as like a... We're not tisking anybody, but because I I, like, I think it's a normal part of human reaction, but it's just how quickly can we recognize it and go, ha ha, I caught you lizard brain. (laughs) (laughs) You don't win this time, (laughs) even though it wants to win. Like in the, in the happy, in the happiness versus right debate. Oh my God. The liver, the, the lizard brain loves to be right. Oh yes. Whatever it defines as right. Right. Yeah. It, it will choose right over happy all day long. Yeah. And I think campsite rule is all about choosing being happy over being right. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you adjust your behavior in accordance with yeah. what's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah. Good old lizard brains. <laughs> and then I think it's the, the, the baggage and the garbage, like the metaphor of the campsite is so fantastic is that, you know, say you leave, You've gone the place. You leave the, your garbage around. You've maybe broken something. You've you know, d- deranged people around you. But so the next person who comes, is particularly with the physical garbage, they've got to spend their time cleaning that up. Up, yes. Before they can then enjoy or profit, you know, relax, whatever it is that they were wanted to achieve. And it's it's not with our relationships. Is if we. We leave someone with that baggage, they're going to have to spend that time uh, addressing it. and Paying good money to a therapist. It's personal reflections. This is the moment when I remember like my watching The Simpsons. And Homer Simpson used to say, oh, it's, so, it's funny because it's true. Yes. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And then it just and it you know as you're if you're if you're focused on fixing yourself, you're not yet at the spot where then you can be focused on growing and and changing in the ways that you want to to thrive. It's more about like I got to get mm-hmm. myself to back to uh an okay state so that that's the power of of uh thinking about that yeah like how are we how are we interacting with somebody that is uh going to leave them at as good or better place than they were when we first uh started interacting with them and having a relationship yes yeah yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just think it's so universally applicable. You know, if you think about all the like, take a look at your calendar for tomorrow for work and you look at all the meetings that are lined up. I haven't looked. I was off last week. I've not looked at my calendar for tomorrow. I'm terrified of my calendar tomorrow. But when I look at it, I always think, OK, like, what can I what can I bring to that conversation that's going to help? And and I don't know. It makes me feel better. I feel better when other people feel better, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Totally. Like you always know at the end of a meeting if people are feeling uh, better than when they came in or worse than when they came in. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I think there's something to it. I think there's something to it. Yeah. 
I'm going to try it really consciously this week. I think I do it unconsciously. I'm going to try it really consciously. And then I will, will report back and let <laughs> okay, you know how yeah. it goes <laughs> with my conscious campsite rule. Like, it worked in this time, but then I was really kind of <laughs> myself grumpy another time. <laughs> and I... That's right. That's right. My lizard won. <laughs> By Wednesday, my lizard was winning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. too funny. Too funny, too funny. <sighs> well, I like this. So, yeah, I'm glad I got to talk to you about yeah. this today, Rod. It's been on my mind for a while. And I know at first, I won't say you were a little skeptical, but you were skeptical, but you were a little bit like, huh, what's she on about now? Yeah. But I think, like, I don't know. I really, I, I like this. And I mean, I've been a huge Dan Savage fan forever and ever and ever and ever. So it's just. Yeah. Thanks always, for sharing always it. Always been tinkering around in my brain. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you very All much right. for well, sharing. All right. Well, it's good to chat with you about it today. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad we got to talk about it. Yeah, me too. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. I promise to go easy on the hugging next time. <laughs> no, now I'm, it's okay. I'm ready. I'm now you're more. ready. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening today. Bye. Bye, Rod. Bye.